Welcome to Splinters. Splinters is a new podcast by uh, St. Joseph's Church in South Jamaica, Queens. Uh, we are a Catholic church and uh, Splinters because, first of all, it doesn't have anything to do with the very well-known Soka song. Um, very much adored by the community here, but uh, this is uh, in reference to St. Joseph. St. Joseph was a carpenter, so probably he has dealt with many different splinters in his life and, and so do we 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 um have many different issues and we would like to talk about it uh in our podcast um beginning with homilies but also through interviews with certain people from our community and outside of our community everything that pertains to uh, to the issue of being a christian and catholic living nowadays in the 21st century and living uh, actually in the middle of new york city so welcome to Splinters, and as the first one, um, let me start with uh, our past Sunday's uh, homily. I don't know what you got out of this gospel, to be honest with you. Maybe those of you who are kids, and sometimes when mom says to you, take up the trash, and, you, and you're thinking, I'm hating my mom. After listening to the gospel, I'm doing something wrong that I hate my mom? Or how should we understand it when Jesus says that we should hate the people that are very close to us, that are our family members? How are we supposed to take that? What's, what's the point of that? I think that the words that Jesus spoke uh, are not necessarily to be understood in this particular way, but uh, give me a few minutes, we'll get to it, and I hope that it will clear up a little bit for you. But I would like to start with the second reading today um, for a change, because the second reading, rather less known, has a very interesting and important message for us, I suspect. So the second reading is taken from a letter of St. Paul to Philemon. It's a very short letter. It is so short that it doesn't even have chapters, only has verses. But that short letter tells us a story, kind of very interesting and influential story, about three people and that story, I hope, will become a matter for us to reflect upon ourselves and to reflect upon what we do. And we can connect it, and we will actually, with today's gospel. But let's go back to that second uh, reading to the, to the letter of, uh, of Paul to, Philipp, to, uh, to Philemon. So Paul and Philemon are friends. By the way, when Paul writes this letter, he is already old. Um, he's in his 50s, but in those days, he was really old. It makes me feel fantastic this morning, actually. Uh, so he's old, but he has his friend Philemon, and there is a problem. Because Philemon, as many people in those days, he has slaves. And one of these slaves that he owns, we don't know how many he owned, uh, one of those, Onesimus, 
that was his name, decided to run away from Philemon. That was happening in those days, so certain people, certain slaves would sometimes run away from their owners. There was actually even a special police established to chase these fugitives. So this Onesimus, we don't know much about him at least at this point, so he runs away from Philemon, and here's what happens. He comes to Paul. Now, what would you do? You have a friend. Well, not that your friend would have slaves in these days, but let's try to transplant ourselves into those days, right? So you have a friend, and, and that friend's, a friend of yours, slave, comes to you. What are you supposed to do? Now, Onesimus, by coming to Paul, he wants to stay with him. And Paul even goes that far as to that he baptizes Onesimus. And he wants to stay with Paul. And Paul is writing this letter to his friend Philemon because he hopes for two things to happen. One thing concerning Philemon and another thing concerning that slave Anasimus. So Paul says, well, I cannot force you, he speaks to, to Anasimus, I cannot force you to do anything. You can do whatever you want and I have no power over you. But here is what I'm suggesting for you to do. I'm suggesting that you go back to your owner, to Philemon, of your own free will. I am not forcing you. You have to decide, but that's what I'm suggesting for you to do. You go back to your owner. And to Philemon, he writes this letter and he says, and you, Philemon, I'm sending you back your slave, uh, Onesimus, but, and again, I cannot force you to do anything. It's your own free will. It's your decision. I have no, no power over you whatsoever. But I hope that when you see Onesimus coming back to you, you're going to make him a free person. That's a pretty hefty desire, right? Like, he wants Onesimus to go back to Philemon, and at the same time, when he comes back, he wants Philemon to free him, to stop having him as a, as a slave. You wonder, what happened? Actually, what Paul wanted to happen did happen. So Onesimus went back to Philemon, a, um, a free person, and to put it bluntly, he lived happily ever after, even to the point that later on in his life, Onesimus, that slave, or once slave, became a bishop of Ephesus, and actually it is believed that it is Onesimus that collected all the, the letters of St. Paul that we have today. Isn't that something? A story that, was, that started in a very bad way, right? 
a slave running away, coming to Paul, with a conundrum now, Paul, what, what is to be done? He has a very high hopes for both of them, for Onesimus to go back and for Philemon to make him a free per person, and that's what happens. And then he becomes uh, a bishop, and that's the one that actually collects all of the writings that we have of St. Paul. Unbelievable. But this is exactly what this story and the gospel story is all about. It's about what do we do with our free will? What do we do with our freedom? Because it is easy for us to say, oh yeah, I'm a free person, I can do whatever I want, and it's great, especially in this country. But when it comes to moral decisions, when it comes to important things in life, how do we go about that? And I've heard it from someone, I don't know who it was, um, but I've heard it from someone that said that when we come you know, to the final judgment, I don't know if that's true or not, but when we come to the final judgment um, and when our things are going to be looked at, the things that we have done, we are not going to be rewarded for anything that we have done out of uh, must. That only those things that we've done out of our own free will, those only are going to count. I don't know if it's true, but it's definitely thought-provoking. Because there are so many things that we do in our lives because we have to, right? We, we have to go to work soon, right? Not that we don't want to get paid, but, but there's so many different things that we have to do in life. And if there is truth, and any truth to it that we're not going to be really rewarded for things that we have to do, then we better look at things that we have some control over so that we can decide whether I really want to do something or I don't want to do something. And what this second reading and specifically the gospel is saying to us or are saying to us is that there will be certain costs in life. The things that we do and the decision that we make will cost us something. And I've been thinking about this gospel, I've been thinking about the second reading, uh, and yesterday morning, uh, yesterday morning I'm, I'm cooking actually a breakfast, and I'm thinking about it, but normally uh, when, I, when I do my breakfast on Saturday, I, I listen to the radio, and lo and behold, there is a, a public radio, and there is an interview with a former pastor. He was a pastor in Birmingham, Alabama, and he quit. Why did he quit? There are two reasons for that. One, he's been a little bit overwhelmed by the whole COVID situation, and that was a significant burden upon him. But there is a bigger problem than that. Because this gentleman is Armenian-American. Now, Armenia is a country in Asia, a pretty old country, um, they're predominant Christian. Actually, their faith has been established by St. Jude and St. Bartholomew, um, not even 10 years after the death of Jesus Christ. So around the year 40, 
So we go back all the way, right? Um, what else you should know about Armenia? Oh, those of you who know this um, uh, um, singer, Charles Arznavour, he was actually French Armenian. So, so going back to this pastor, right? So because he was in Birmingham, Alabama, and he was Armenian-American, he was chastised in his community because of this. Because to some people, he wasn't white enough, and to others, he wasn't black enough. Not everybody was like that, but many people in his congregation were simply against him. And he couldn't take it anymore. But here's what he says in the, in the course of the interview. He says, I used to hate this gospel when it says that, um, you know, sometimes you have to cut off your hand or a leg because it's better for you to go mime into, into heaven than to go there, uh, than to go with your entire body to, to Gehenna, right? And he says, I always hated that, and now it became my favorite part of the gospel because I learned that sometimes... I need to cut certain things that are important to me in order to preserve something else. And that's why he says, that's why I quit, because at least I wanted to preserve my faith. And that gospel is not very far from the gospel that we are reading today. Because when Jesus says that we should hate our mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters, he doesn't mean it literally that we should hate them. But sometimes, just like the, the former pastor says, sometimes we will lose people like that for the sake of something else. So sometimes there will be a cost for us to pay for something greater than that. We can't have everything and everyone in our lives and still maintain a clean, clean sheet. We can't. Sometimes we will be at certain points to make a decision what to do. And you can't sometimes have it both ways. And that is exactly what this gospel story is all about because Jesus says you, you have to hate your possessions because if you really want to be about that well then you cannot really follow my directions because the gospel is not going to pertain to you anymore because you're going to be all about your possessions sometimes the gospel re require something greater than something that you cherish in your life and there will be a time for you to make a decision a free decision. And again, going back to the second reading, just as uh, Paul suggested to both Onesimus and Philemon to, to do this, and it probably was a cost on both sides because, you know, when Onesimus had to go back, he didn't know what would be the response coming from, from Philemon. He had no idea. Right? He went there freely. He said, okay, I'm, I'm going to do that. And again, um, you know, Philemon also was having an issue, and, and he probably lost his property, so to speak. But that was the cost that he had to pay. And I think that many of us who dare to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ don't want to pay any costs. They want to have it. We want to have it all. 
at all times, abundantly. I mean, if even Oprah said to us, when somebody asked her, can you have it all? And she says, yes, but not at the same time, right? When, when she even said that, and she was right, all the more Jesus Christ in his gospel, in the message that he sends to us, not only on Sunday like this, but every day. And tomorrow and day after tomorrow, we're going to go about our lives, and we will be facing certain decisions about our own lives or lives of our brothers and sisters. And there will be a decision to be made, freely, not forced, but freely. What are we going to do? Maybe even today, you're sitting in this church or you're, you're praying with us over the internet and, and you feel the, the weight upon your shoulders because something is actually tearing you apart and you don't know which way to go and you don't, you don't want to lose that and yet at the same time, you don't feel very good in your conscience. Sometimes we have to make decisions like this. Sometimes it's going to cost us. Sometimes it's going to pain us. But that's the price that we pay for becoming not only followers of Jesus Christ, but true disciples of Jesus Christ. Big difference. So my brothers and sisters, I think that we are stepping into the new year of obligations, new year of all these things that are coming upon us, um, maybe with a different attitude. Maybe this is going to be a time for us to start making different decisions freely. Not by being, for, by being forced, but freely. And you know what's going to happen when you're going to make the right decision on the side of Jesus Christ. He is going to reward you for that. But if you're going to make a wrong decision, you're going to feel the pain too. So, dear friends, as we are coming together with everything that tears us apart, with all the fears that we have in order to make right decisions, let us ask God, the one that led Paul, led Onesimus, led Philemon to right decisions so that we would do what is right, sometimes no matter what's the cost. And may God bless us in this task. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in this time for our first podcast here from St. Joseph's Church in South Jamaica, Queens. Uh, I hope that you, we're going to meet over the waves in the future. So please check uh, our uh, site. Please check our stream more often. Uh, and check out what are the next splinters coming from St. Joseph's Carpentry Shop. Stay care. Stay well. God bless you. Thank you.